0: Welcome to the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Sorochuk, and my purpose is to help female entrepreneurs create businesses and brands through social media and online marketing so they can start to attract their ideal client and start generating the leads, the sales, and the income that they deserve. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and start showing up online like the unstoppable entrepreneur that you are, then this is the perfect place for you. Let's get social. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm stoked beyond ever to have you here. And if this is your first time tuning in and joining, welcome, welcome, welcome. What a privilege to have you tuning in. Um, And I'm stoked to share today's episode with you. Today, I'm going to be diving into one of my favorite topics, I think because... So many of us have, you know, preconceived notions about talking about money and finances, and it can feel a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie, even for myself, I, I was very mindful when putting together my notes for today's episode because talking about money can be uncomfortable. And for the longest time, I didn't really enjoy talking about it. But I feel the more I'm able to talk about the results that I've helped businesses and brands achieve, and even my own results the last even the last three to six months, to be honest, the more I'm able to talk about these results and how I've been able to help achieve them, I know the more I'll be able to help the people that are tuning in and listening. So today I'm gonna be talking about the things I've learned scaling businesses, including my own, to six and seven figures a year. So I know that we we always talk about the six and seven figures a, a year. You know, the this is kind of our eight figures even. This is what we're all kind of aiming and achieving for. And, you know, that's great. It's amazing to have goals. And once we get there is always interesting, <laughs> the feeling that comes with that. But there are a few significant things that I've learned along the way that I truly wish that I would have learned a long time ago, or I wish somebody would have told me a long time ago, when it comes to scaling businesses, even my own, you know, as of just this last three months, I have been hitting some unbelievable, you know, revenue goals in my own business. Honestly, goals that I, again, uncomfortable sharing, but goals that I set myself about a long time ago that I never really thought that I would hit. And I've consistently been hitting now 20, K months, 20, 20K figures in my business the last three, four months consistently. That's just like the standard of, of the business now in my own personal brand, which honestly, I never thought would ever be ha- possible. And I, I did a webinar um, a few months ago and my brother-in-law told my sister-in-law, oh my gosh, you know, Ayla made X amount in one hour. And I laughed because... <laughs> There is no such thing as overnight success, you guys. There really isn't. No, I did not make X amount in one hour. I made X amount in 10 years. There was so much work and so much learning and so much, you know, just freaking damn effort that went into the last decade for me to be able to get to the place where I'm now consistently hitting, you know, some really unbelievable revenue marks. But It took a really long time and it takes us all a really long time. And I think that it's important to realize and and to wrap our minds around that. However, there are certain elements and things that can help speed up the process ever so slightly. So you don't have to grind your tail off for 10 years like I did to be able to be hitting the revenue goals that you have set out for yourself and your business. So I really do want to dive into that today and take some of my biggest learnings that I've learned scaling my own business and scaling, you know, like I said other people's businesses and brands to unbelievable measures and share them with you today. So the first one and this is something that I really I really do live by because I've seen the other side of it which is to work smarter not harder. I've spoken about this before and I think that in our society there's so much pressure that we need to be go, 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 go and hustling, hustling, hustling. And, you know, we're not successful unless we're working 12 hours a day and doing all these things. And to me, I'm just like over that. I'm <laughs> I so over that mentality. And I just do not think that it does anyone any good. So work smarter, not harder. And I'm sure you're thinking, okay, easy for you to say Ayla. Like, yeah. Okay. But how do you do that? And there are a a few things that you can do. And the first thing I would say that just to start to really think about in your business that can enable you to start working smarter and not harder is SOPs, processes and systems. So This is something that for the longest time, when I was starting off with some of my very first clients and we were, you know, getting ready to take things to the next level, this was something that we kind of held off on because in the moment, creating processes and systems around the things that you do can feel annoying, if I'm being real, like having a document that says, step one, step two, this is what how I do it. And, you know, having like kind of like a brand Bible or a business Bible of, you know, the processes and systems in your business. But the more that you can start to um, write things down and create systems around the things in your business, the more you're going to be able to allow other people to come into your business and to be able to seamlessly help you when the time is right. So... If you are a solopreneur right now and doing everything your own and don't even think you have a minute to breathe, I get it. But even if it's like once a week, you kind of create some sort of process around an element in your business that you can document down, have somewhere in a Google Drive, even create a Google Drive for your business. That is a process and system. So thinking of the everyday things that you're doing, even if it's posting on social media, what's your process around social media? Are you just posting in real time and writing copy on the fly? Because that's not a process. That's, that is stress. That is like reactive. That is things that honestly just are no fun. But if you can create a schedule and have it in your calendar and you have a, you know a third-party app that you're using to upload your content and schedule things in advance that then starts to become a process that not only allows space in your own life but also will allow one day for someone to be able to come in and take that off your hand. I remember in the beginning days when I was first starting out with one of my main clients for years I ended up being her COO. It was just the two of us for years and we got to a place where financially we were able to start hiring people out and it was amazing. It was this great feeling, you know, we were we were crushing it. But then when it came to hiring people, we had no nothing in place to give to them, to train them. So I was having to train them on the fly, teach them things on the fly. Whereas if I had been documenting and creating processes around the things that I was doing, it would have made my job and their job a lot easier to be able to come in and take the things that I was doing off of my plate. So The more you're able to start to create a process, a system, a flow out of the everyday tasks that you have in your business, the more it's going to be able to create an an environment that feels easier, not only for yourself, but for your team when you get there. And we will all get there one day because we're all badass bosses and the sky's the limit. So SOPs, start thinking of them. On that same notion, I'm a big believer in delegating to elevating. So what does that mean? So when you are in a place to start to, you know, outsource some of the tasks in your business and in your life, I honestly recommend it. So. If you're able to, you know, hire a VA or a copywriter or a graphic designer, little small things and tasks that are in your business that aren't necessarily in your genius zone, this can really start to allow you to start to work smarter and harder. And things that, you know, are no longer lighting you up in your business, if you can have somebody else come in that can, you know, that's in their genius zone that can take that task off your plate, ugh, it's a game changer. So I know not everyone's there. I know that outsourcing obviously means paying people to come in, but you can find incredible contractors on websites like Upwork or Fiverr that, you know, can do incredible jobs for, like I said, little tasks, whether it's creating a logo or editing a video or editing a podcast episode or creating your social media graphics, you know, or, you know, scheduling and cleaning out your emails, you know, little things like that, that where they can start in smaller roles. And as you start to grow, they can start to grow and evolve, depending on you know the situation. I definitely, dec- definitely recommend thinking about it and outsourcing things. And even if it's not things within your business, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I'm also a really big believer in outsourcing tasks in your in your real life. Like for me, for example. I have somebody come and it's I know it's a privilege and not everyone's there but I will have somebody come into my house and clean it once a month. I absolutely hate cleaning bathrooms. <laughs> it is like the bane of my existence. It was causing me so much stress. It was something that I was leaving 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 and then it all of a sudden it became this huge job that I felt like I never had time for and I eventually started to outsource it and oh my gosh, just the stress alone of not having to do this task anymore gave me space to be able to focus on other things that light me up. And so I was no longer working harder trying to clean the toilets in my house but I was working smarter and having somebody else do it that you know that is their genius zone and that's what they're good at and that's what you know how they make their money and I'm able to put my creative juices and my energy into my business or into my family and just overall you know helping me So things in your day-to-day life that you're able to outsource, I know I have some friends that outsource grocery shopping. I personally love grocery shopping, so I'm never going to do that. But <laughs> things like that or laundry or, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of things that we all have on our plates as busy, thriving entrepreneurs. And so if we're able to ask, and even if we're not able to hire it out, like ask your friends, ask your family, ask your partners, you know, parents, whatever your situation is, sometimes just asking for help. You would be so surprised at, you know, the answers and the people that will come to us that will be there in a heartbeat to kind of, you know, help us as we're in this stage of our business. So that's another way that we can start working smarter and not harder. Another little tip for working smarter, not harder is something that (laughs) I have struggled with for years and probably should have done so long ago, which is to increase your rates. Let me say that again increase your rates (laughs) and this is something that you need to always be doing and always be thinking about because we're always growing we're always evolving we're always you know working with new people getting new incredible results and so with that expertise and experience you know comes impeccable value that we know that we can offer in our products and our services so this is something that can allow you to work smarter and not harder in real time Right now, today is the next time you know you have to onboard a new client or your Selling a new product, increase your rates. It is inflation right now. Everything is going up, so that means that you need to value yourself and know your worth. That this is something that can be doing all that you can be doing all the time. And I recommend increasing your rates every quarter. This is something that I just went through, and honestly, this was a real struggle for me. If I'm if I'm being real, and I think it's a struggle for all of us knowing our worth and knowing what to charge and thinking that we're overcharging or undercharging. This is a question that comes up from my sphere all the time. Ayla, what do I charge for this? What do I charge for this? But just know that you are worthy of so much, and if you know that you have a product or a service or an offer that gets real results and you know what those results are, you are worthy of charging more and you are worthy of increasing your rates and you're worthy of doing this consistently and if you know and I invite you to kind of with your mindset encourage your this mindset of expansion into your reality and expansion on all levels not just you know money wise but in in everything and when that starts to happen you start to become open and receptive to the abundance that you know that you deserve and if someone is no longer able to you know be in alignment with that, that's okay. And sometimes that's scary. That's sometimes hard to be like, you know what? These are my rates now. We've been working for X amount of time. You know, I've I've achieved X, Y, and Z results. So with that being said, my my rates are now this. And if, if that is no longer in alignment and, and, and that no longer works, that is okay. And you have to be able to be okay with saying, okay, thank you so much. You know, this chapter is closed. And just knowing because you're amazing that a new opportunity that can meet you at this new level is going to come in. And with that being said, you will no longer be having to work harder getting multiple clients or selling multiple different products at a lower price where when if you're charging more for what you're actually worth, then you have more space to do other things and you're then working smarter. So that's another tip for working smarter, not harder. Increasing your rates. And the last little tip about that kind of goes in the same phase as this is creating new offers, creating new packages, creating new bundles, having new and different things to put out into the universe. So this was something again that I didn't do for a really long time. And I've, and I've been, you know, I'm I'm really big in listening to your, to your gut and following your intuition and, and not like putting a lot of emphasis and planning these h- and huge launches and things like that, but really just feeling called in the moment to what I want to do. For example, a couple of weeks ago, I was, you know, offering a higher level one-on-one offer. Had, I had about 14 conversations going with women who wanted to work with me, but just weren't in the financial space to be able to work with me in that capacity, which at that, you know, like I said, that's okay. When the time right is right, that will come. And that doesn't mean I'm going to lower my, my rates for them, I'm open and receptive that when it's meant to be, it will. However, because I was receiving this feedback and having so many conversations, I was like, you know what? Why don't I launch something that's similar, but in a group setting that's in a shorter time period? So I decided to do a five-day workshop, my five-day social sellout workshop, which was five days, um, four trainings, one live Zoom Q&A at a price point of around $500. It basically took my one-on-one intensive, but condensed it into five days into a group package. So it was new. It was off the cuff. It felt great. I had an incredible group of women go through it. It's now available evergreen. I have this new offer. All the videos are there. Anyone can buy it now at any time, but it was new. So I was able to kind of just create something off the cuff because it felt good. And I had something new to offer. Um, it was, it felt good. It wasn't hard to create. I had most of the content and people were asking me for it. So I know I had an audience to sell it to right then and there. So coming up with new offers so you can actually sell and packaging them up and bundling up in new and unique ways. Okay. So those are some of my tips for working smarter and and not harder. And I'm telling you, when scaling to six and seven figures, you really want to start to think about this because the harder you're working, the more you're going to start to resent working and the more you're honestly probably going to end up in a place that no longer serves you and those around you. I can't even tell you how many times I myself have been close to burnout or the incredible entrepreneurs that I've worked, out, worked with have actually burned out ended up in the hospital anxiety panic attacks like this entrepreneurial life, y'all, as you know, most of you here are probably an entrepreneur. The highs and the lows are real. So if you are not making space for the things that light you up, like your family, your friends, vacations, and and really creating systems and processes and delegating things and charging your worth and having offers that you know are ready for you and available to sell, you're going to end up burning out. You'll be doing everything yourself. You are going to, you know, end up working yourself to the bone and it will no longer serve you and you won't be able to get to that place where you're making those six and seven figure months, years, whatever it may be. So truly start to look and find ways that you can start working smarter and not harder in your business, okay? The next thing that I definitely would want to recommend and and my next piece of advice is to test things out. So there is no rule book (laughs) in this entrepreneurial journey. We are all truly faking it until we make it. (laughs) And that's actually one of my mantras. It's just like fake it till you freaking make it because no one really knows. Of course, we can take what the experts and the gurus have done and mimic it and turn it into our own way and do the webinars and the trainings and, you know, all the things. But at the end of the day, I encourage you while you're trying to scale to test things. Throw spaghetti at the wall and see what freaking sticks. I say this all the time, but there's so many times where when I've been scaling businesses and and you know, we're trying to get to unbelievable levels where we we really didn't know what we were doing and that gave us a lot of stress. We felt like we were behind. We felt like we weren't good enough. We felt like, you know, it was just overwhelming. But if I would have known back then that listen, this is just part of the entrepreneurial journey. There is no rule book. No one knows what they're doing. <laughs> We're all just faking it until we make it. And it is a okay. And that is where the best success stories come from is failing and trying again, failing, trying again, and then succeeding, testing things out, seeing, seeing what works. Oh my gosh. It would have saved me so much stress. It would have saved us so much stress. And it just, it probably would have gotten us to where we are now or to where we want to even go a lot faster. So test things out. That would be my next my next little piece of advice once trying to scale your business to those six, seven figures. The other piece is honestly, always say yes <laughs> to most things. Of course, always do a gut check in when it comes to things. But for the most part, I think one of the one of like the differentiators when it comes to me and my business and you know the things that I've done and the results that I've achieved achieved, for the most part, when somebody asks me something or somebody asks me to do something or if I'm able to do something, even if I didn't know how, I would always say yes. Marie Forlio, queen, I'm sure you guys know her. If you don't, she's amazing. She has this beautiful quote that says, Everything is figure outable. And it's true. I live by this quote, not only in my business, not only in the businesses that I've worked with in the past, but in life. Honestly, everything is figure outable. If somebody says no, find somebody else that's to say yes. If you don't know how to do something, say yes and figure it out later because that is going to be what sets you apart. It's it's taking things to the next level. It's not giving up. It's having grit. It's being determined. It's literally just not stopping and having the full belief in your capability that you are a freaking boss and you can figure anything out. And just literally knowing that within every part of your body, that is going to that is going to be what sets you apart. That is going to be what people are drawn to. That is going to be what can take you and your business to six and seven figures. Just knowing that you can do it, that you can figure it out saying yes and figuring it out later. That honestly, I've always kind of I this is this is a piece of advice that I think I've just innately been born with, not something that I necessarily wish someone would have told me, but I wish I could tell everyone it. Just Say yes, figure it out later, and just having that just belief in yourself that you can absolutely do it, okay? So that's that's my third tip. Are you still with me? I hope you are. I know this is a lot, and I'm very passionate about this because I just... I love talking about this stuff. This stuff lights me up, and I hope that you are resonating with it as well. So, my next piece of advice—so it's not necessarily an advice; it's more of like a a wake up call. Yeah, I guess it'd be a piece of advice then. Is that if you take yourself out of your business today, let's say you took you out of your business, and it stops, you don't have a real business. Yikes. I remember, I remember when I first heard this, we had hired a mentor, a really big guru guy. And he, he said that, to, he said that to me, he said, if I took you out of your business today, would your business keep on running tomorrow? And that was a, that was like a knife to my chest because the answer was hell to the fricking no. <laughs> I am the business and I do absolutely everything. I make the landing pages. I make the funnels. I do the social. I do the sales calls. I do the the automations. I do the webinars. I do the, I did everything, do everything. And there was no system. There was no process. Nothing was automated, everything. So it was just like, ugh what do you mean? I don't have a business. But that's the reality. The reality is that if you are, if you had to, you know, take two weeks off tomorrow and your business absolutely stopped, no sales came, came in, no applications were received, um, no products were sold, no, you know, whatever your business is. And it just stopped honey, this is your sign to, to, to tomorrow start to work on getting things automated. That would be just my, it, this kind of goes hand in hand with the processes and systems thing. But if somebody cannot buy something from you or sign up to work with you in some way, shape or form that's on, on, on autopilot, then this needs to be a focus today. So whether that is getting some sort of training or webinar recorded, whether that is getting an application form for or of some sort created and put in your link in bio, whether that is having a team member that can help you do things and take sales calls while you're out of office, whatever your business is, really start to find a way to get things automated whether that is setting up some Pinterest pins and making sure that you're getting at least email leads and those email leads are then going into an email sequence that is then selling them to an automated something. Like there's so many ways. And if this is something that's like going way over your head, send me a DM, send me an email. This is my jam. I love working with businesses and brands on how to get all of this set up. I've done it time and time again. It is my specialty, but it's so important. You need to make sure that your business... Can be creating sales, generating leads on automation, and and, and that doesn't require you physically being in the business. That is the only way you're ever going to scale your business to six and seven figures. 100%. Okay? Another little piece of advice that I was told one day that was also like a dagger, which (laughs) that if you don't have at least three months of runway or cash flow available you're always going to be living in your business from a place of scarcity. So when scaling to six and seven figures, make this a goal. And what do I mean by that? I mean, having three months of cash, cash flow in your bank at all times. Whereas if you had to stop working, your business 100% stopped. You didn't have any more sales, no more clients, nothing. You still have enough money to pay all your bills, all your business expenses, all your employee um, salaries, whatever it is, your business will 100% still run profitably for three months without anything else coming in. And I know (laughs) that is a very scary thought. That is a big goal. But that will allow you to be able to live in a place that isn't running on the scarcity mindset. You are going to feel abundant. You are going to feel safe. You are going to feel secure and you are going to be able to show up that way. All of the businesses that I've ran and myself included, when we started getting to the six and seven figure month, we always had this. And it allowed us to feel, like I said, secure. It allowed us to be able to you know, generate those creative juices that that we could then, you know, create offers and show up just real. When, When you are literally waiting for the next sale to come in in order to pay your bills, people can feel it. They can feel that sense that you are coming from a place of urgency and lack. And people are not attracted to that. People want to know that you are living in an abundant way and that they want to know how to do that too. They want to know that you are calm, you are safe, you are secure in whatever it is you're offering and that you know that whatever your offer is, it's so juicy. It's so impactful. It's so incredible that the right people and the right um, customers and clients are just going to come to you and you just emanate this like abundant kind of energy that's attractive. So I know this, this is a big one. This is a big goal. This is... This takes time, you know, that takes work. Having three months of runway to live off of and work off of, even if nothing came in, that probably depending on your business, especially if you're trying to scale to six and seven figures, that is quite a chunk of money. But it's a goal to aim to. Is it going to happen tomorrow? I mean, maybe, amazing, cool. But maybe it's going to happen in three months, six months, 12 months. But as you are working towards scaling your business, this is a goal to have in mind, Okay. The next thing I want to talk a little bit about is creating multiple revenue streams. So all of the businesses, including my own, that have scaled to six and seven figures, do not just rely on one revenue source. I'm not saying that it's not possible to scale your business simply on one revenue source, but I will say that it's a lot easier to scale your business to these levels when you have different levels and different offerings and different products to offer at different price points. So aim to create multiple revenue streams. So whether that is, if you're in this online space, which I think a lot of you are, whether that's eBooks, courses, workshops, merchandise, Different types of products. Perhaps you do one on one mentorship or, co- or coaching. Perhaps you are investing in things real, such as real estate, stock market, you know, Bitcoin, whatever it is. If you're able to have multiple revenue streams bringing in money in, in different places, it's going to help you be able to have that extra cash flow to be able to scale to those levels that we're, we're seeking. And with that being said, I would aim to have at least 2 of them automated. So back to the processes and systems, but if you're able to have at least 2 of them on automation that are just bringing you money in on your sleep, this obviously is going to help you be able to get to those numbers and be able to scale, you know, a lot faster. And there's so many different ways y'all that we can do this. I I could probably I could do an entire podcast episode strictly on automating your business and scaling, but If you don't know what this is, look it up, look at automating, looking, look up how you can create multiple revenue streams and and how to automate them, whether it's through automated webinars, whether it's through advertising, whether, like I said, it's through real estate investment, all of that to start thinking about it because the most successful entrepreneurs that I know, I don't. I don't think ever had just one source of revenue coming in. And with that being said, not everyone that wants to work with you is going to be able to necessarily fit into the box of one offering. So I always recommend kind of tiering your different offerings to having something that's lower price, having something middle, and then having something higher as well. So then you have something available and readily available to offer the same person in multiple different ways. Okay, So I hope that that makes sense. Okay, last few tips here on scaling. I know this is a doozy, but I really want you guys to get your creative juices flowing and get those CEO, badass, boss, six, seven-figure entrepreneur hats on. The, The other thing that I think I wish I would have known and a long time ago, and I think that I've seen all of the amazing entrepreneurs that I've worked with really invest in, is personal development. I think personal development when being an entrepreneur in any business in any facet it's it's truly everything so investing in personal development investing in your mindset you know listening to podcasts joining webinars doing train trainings take partaking in workshops practicing mindset and you know working on your body and your fitness and your nutrition all of that stuff as entrepreneurs is so important because this journey like i say all the time It is raw and real, y'all. The highs and the lows are unexplainable. And sometimes, depending on where you're at and what stage, but a lot of us are are solopreneurs in this place and it can feel lonely, it can feel isolating, and there is no rule book, right? So we got to be able to ride those waves and come from a place of strength. And how how do we do that? We need to be working on ourselves. We need to be building ourselves from the inside out and working on it and learning and continuously growing and developing ourselves. I also, in that na- in that same breath, I don't think any of the entrepreneurs, including myself, that I've worked with that have scaled to these levels have never not had a mentor. Mentorship is key. And this is something that I've had a back and forth opinion about because I have had a mentor in the past that we worked with that, in full transparency, completely screwed us over. Um, This was a really long time ago. I don't want to dive into it at all um, too much, but there are coaches and mentors out there that that completely talk the talk and don't walk the walk. And that sucks. And that's okay. That is life. Those are also learning lessons. But in that same breath, there are beautiful, incredible mentors out there that have done the work and that know how to get to where you want to be and help you get there. And time collapse your time so much faster and teach you the things that had taken them years to achieve. I hired my first mentor back in October not my first, my second mentor. My first was not the greatest experience, but my first mentor that was completely successful that I would do time and time over again in October. And it was the best experience for my business and my brand. And I now have the honor and privilege of mentoring so many incredible women. In my mastermind, we have, I think, 19 students. And Oh my God, it's, it's been the best experience of my entire life and being able to work with these women and teach them the things that I know and to be able to help them scale their businesses and uplevel their marketing and their social media and just get to where they want to be and see the results. Like... It's. I know on both ends, it's incredible. So if you want to scale your business and you want to get to the next level, if you're in a place where you can invest in mentorship, and I know it's scary. Oh my God. I know firsthand, it's like, how much now for what now? <laughs> um, because, you know, if you're hiring a good mentor, they're going to be expensive. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend hiring a mentor that isn't expensive, to be honest, because you're paying for their knowledge. You're paying for their expertise. You're paying for the return on investment that I know with the right mentor you're going to get. And that that is worth, that is worth gold, y'all, in my opinion. If you're able to collapse your time and get to where somebody is, but in like less than half the time, there's, there's nothing more, there's nothing more valuable. So mentorship is key. Okay. Last, last couple, last couple little tips here. And then I will let this go because I don't like these to be too long, but I really wanted this one to be juicy. So always go organic and test your content before investing in paid advertising. This is a big one because there are lots of different opinions on scaling your businesses to really big figures and a lot of mentors, a lot of gurus, a lot of experts use facebook ads. And I'm not saying not to use facebook ads or pinterest ads or youtube ads or google ads. They can be incredibly successful and I do think that once you get to a certain level, they will help you get to that those marks, those six and seven figures. However, when you are starting out and when you are in the beginning stages of your business, I would never, ever, ever recommend going paid. I would always test what you have organically first. If what you're creating, if the content that you're creating, the offerings that you're creating, the products, the services that you have are not performing well organically, they're not going to perform well with paid. So always test anything that you have going on. Trust me when I say this, because I've learned this so many freaking times and I've seen so many entrepreneurs spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on ads thinking that this is going to be the magic pill that solves all their problems and we end up just like not even breaking even or just breaking even and it's like it's the worst so (laughs) when it's time to go on ads you will know it and i would definitely recommend having an expert hiring an expert and like making sure that you do things the right way that will also save your time take it from me um but just make sure that what your funnel, your whatever it is that you are um, selling, your offerings, your products, your service, your content, your whole system is working organically first. And if it is, there's a pretty good chance that it will most likely work with paid, given you have the right strategy and the right, you know, expert helping you with that. And ask your audience, you guys. If you're not sure about what type of content to create and and how to get to where you want to be, ask your audience this is huge. I, we create, I created, we created a long time ago. Um, one of the most successful courses, I think it's generated one of my clients at this point, well over a million dollars. And it's a four hour crash course on YouTube. And we created the entire course. I kid you not, based on exactly what our audience wanted to know from us. We, had a Facebook group at the time. It was a small Facebook group of some previous clients. We said, hey, we want to create a YouTube course for you. Um, what do you want to know? And they said, we want something fast. We want something in four hours. We want to know how to go from zero to 100,000 subscribers in this time frame, We and, and, and a few other things. So we created this course to exactly that. All of the copy that they gave us in their answered, we literally copied and pasted it and put it on the sales the sales um, landing pages. <laughs> we made this course so custom tailored to exactly what our audience wanted from, from us and it was one of the most successful launches, successful courses. It's still available, selling like bananas. It's generated well over a million dollars and it's a 4-hour crash course on YouTube. So if you don't know what your next offering needs to be if you want or you're looking for that six-figure offer ask your people ask your clients ask your customers ask your students What do they need from you? And I I recommend doing that with everything, not just offers in your content. What are frequently asked questions that are coming up? That is the stuff that's going to build relationships, connections, that's going to solve problems, that's going to position you as the expert. That is when you're going to start creating some virality around your business that's going to be able to help you scale. Okay, last, last but 100% not least, when scaling your business to six and fig- seven figures a year and growing and grinding and trying to figure this whole entrepreneurial journey out, always, my friends, listen to your gut. Your intuition, your gut will always know. Like I said, there is no roadmap. There is no like bible that just says hey this is what you do and this so when you're questioning things when you're not sure what to do when you need help when you're you know when those little hairs on the back of your neck stand up for whatever reason that's your intuition that's your gut telling you hey something's not right or hey this is amazing go with this so make an effort to tune in and listen to yourself because the highs and the lows, the peaks and the valleys, it's real. And it can be overwhelming. And there's so many moving parts in this entrepreneur journey, but I'm a big believer on intuition. I, I try to listen to my intuition, you know, every single time she speaks to me. And I'm telling you when the second that I don't, I always regret it because we all know what to do. Whether or not we, we know we know <laughs> That friend's episode, we know, she knows, he knows, I know, and yeah, if you know, you know. Oh my gosh, how many times am I going to say no? Anyways, listen to that gut because the gut knows y'all. All right, I hope that you found that super helpful and valuable. I cannot wait to hear the feedback on this episode. Please let me know if you found value in today's episode. I would love for you to take a screenshot, share it on social, tag me. And if you are looking for help in any of this, this is my jam. This is like my soul scaling businesses, working with female entrepreneurs, not just on social media and marketing. That's a piece of it. That's a huge piece of it. But all of this stuff I've spent the last decade doing not only for businesses and brands, but now to myself. And I can't believe it. It's been such an incredible journey. So if that is something that you're interested in, I'm still onboarding one new incredible female entrepreneur to my one-on-one four-week intensive program we start this week so you're listening to this on tuesday yeah this week so if that is something you are interested in click the link below in the show notes you can visit my website send or visit me on instagram send me a dm and we can chat more i would love to work with you to help you you know figure this whole entrepreneurial journey out and get you get you scaling that business of so those six and seven figures a year because i mean that's what we're all doing, right? Okay, my loves, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Have the most beautiful day and I will catch you next week. Take care. Hey, love, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It truly means the world to me to have your support. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs and business owners as I possibly can. So if you found support or guidance in any way into today's episode, the best way you can show me your love in return is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on social media with you and or your team. Or even better, you can always leave me a review on whichever platform you're tuning in from. I will be reading every single one. And don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Ayla that's A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A, or you can learn more about me, my coaching services, or all my amazing freebies at www.aylasorochuk.com. That's A Y L A S O R O C H U K.com. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, girl.